Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hi, Michael. Um, I'm just curious, what did you see on the, uh, the assist to Demir on his goal? Um, great pass, great cross from you. Uh, what did you see in the lead up to that play on, and then on that pass? Everything. I, I telling you Meram y intenté ponerla ahí en, entre ellos para que alguno de ellos pudiera encontrar la, la pelota. Um, so what he said is when he uh, looked up on his side, on when he had the ball on his sideline, he looked up and he saw a bunch of players in the box. He saw Sergio, he saw Justin, Miram in there. And so uh, when he looked up, he decided that he, with all those players in the box to play a ball in there and that put it in between them and uh, one of them where Demir will get to it, and it got to Demir. And so it was a good setup for the goal. Awesome. And what was working overall on offense for you guys on Saturday? You had a lot of chances, a lot of shots. What was going well for you as a team? Okay, functional being in Sabado. Okay. Cuando jugamos con esa alineación, tenemos muchos jugadores al ataque. So. Tenemos, son cuatro jugadores adelante que cualquiera de, de los cuatro podemos crear buenas oportunidades y, y también estamos entrenando mucho los, los movimientos que estamos haciendo durante el juego y creo que eso fue lo que hizo que, que creamos bastantes oportunidades sábado. Yeah, so what he said is that uh, with all, we have a lot of players playing up top and with all the players, um, they all know and when to use and um, how to use their opportunity, when to use and um, when to use and how to use and where they can find those opportunities. They said, and he said that uh, during training, they've been working a lot on their movement and playing off each other. And so with uh, that type of connection, it makes it uh, very easy to work. And that's what was going well on Sunday, Saturday. Sorry. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. All right. And we'll move on to Ethan. Ethan, your line is open. Awesome. Thanks, Trenton. Uh, Michael, thanks for your time today. Appreciate it. Um, I, I would say that you've grown quite a bit as a player since your days with the Monarchs. Um, and over that period of time, obviously, you've become um, a regular starter for the team. Um, I guess what are some of the things that you have really worked on improving throughout previous seasons and throughout this last offseason? Um, bueno, uh, ¿cuáles son algunas cosas que, um, que han tratado de uh, superar 
y mejorar en, uh, durante su tiempo aquí con el Monarchs y también aquí con uh, Riazal Lake. Creo que, que, que cuando se acabó la, la temporada pasada tuve una reunión con, con Pablo y él me mostró como que confiaba mucho en mí como, como jugador y creo que eso me, me hizo confiar un poco más en mí, en lo que yo podía hacer dentro del terreno y creo que lo que he tratado de mostrar en estos primeros juegos en esta temporada. Yeah. So he said in uh, last season he had a meeting with Pablo and Pablo showed that he uh, trusted him as a player and that he had a lot of um, faith in him. And that has really helped him grow into um, his role. And that's, and he has uh, been able to show that throughout this season as well. And so that's what's uh, really helped him improve and grow as a player. Awesome. It's, it's pretty obvious to tell um, how much, you know, you and Pablo's relationship has grown. And um, I guess my last question is kind of focused on, on that specifically, your relationship with, um, with your teammates and uh, with this organization. Um, can you just kind of talk about how well you get along with the other guys? And um, I mean, I, I would guess that it's, it's obviously got to be really nice to have a majority of the, the players and a lot of the staff within the organization to speak Spanish as well. But um, can you just kind of talk about that relationship that you have with, uh, with the guys on the team? Como oh, okay. Yeah, creo que, que ya es un grupo que llevamos varios, varios años juntos y también se han incorporado jugadores que, que, que nos hemos llevado muy bien. Creo que la incorporación de, de Sergio también nos ha, ha venido muy, muy bien al, al equipo. Y, y creo que nosotros, nosotros somos buenos compañeros y también fuera del terreno también a veces organizamos cena y, y vamos a cenar en casa de, de uno de, de los jugadores del equipo. Y creo que esa relación ha hecho que, que dentro del de juego se note que estamos muy bien organizados y, y cada uno confía en el otro. So, creo que eso es lo, lo que ha llevado que este equipo sea, esté tan junto. He said um, they're all really together. Um, a lot of them have been playing together for a few years now, and so um, they've grown to be really close. He also mentioned that um, even with Sergio coming in, that uh, he came in and Uh, all flowed and functioned really well that there wasn't any issue with Sergio coming in as well and so um, they are really close outside of the outside of training as well they sometimes even organize uh, dinners together and try to get together off the field as well um, so they're they're a group that's really strong really together and um, are you know are truly a family in that sense I remember the impact you made in Colorado you had a big game there It was the first time we really saw you. And I saw what you just did in this last game. And it reminded me of that Colorado game. But I wonder how you've grown in that time period, aside from just those big moments that fans and the media remember. As a player, how have you grown? What do you do better now than what you did that day in Colorado? Como creció como jugador desde el partido en Colorado en el año pasado de hasta hoy. Nah, creo, que, creo que uno va creciendo durante los juegos. Lo que pasa es que a veces, a veces lo, yo pienso que lo que pasó de ahí y como que no seguí con esa, con esa misma 
con ese mismo juego que, que pude dar la asistencia y eso, creo que el primer año creo que fui el líder de asistencia del equipo luego el segundo año me cambiaron un poco de mi posición y eso hace también que, que tenga que, que cumplir otro rol en el equipo pero creo que este año eh, estoy empezando la posición que, que me gusta jugar que, que puedo demostrarle esa, esa habilidad y por eso creo que se está viendo los resultados yeah. Um, so what he was saying is that um, when uh, that he has grown uh, mainly just from playing um, the first year he had just first made the roster and was uh, starting to get minutes. So he was still trying to get into things. And then um, last year he was uh, he changed his position a little bit. So he wasn't playing uh, a role that he's uh, too familiar with. And then this year he is. Um, playing it in a position that he's more comfortable with and, um, and likes to play the most. And so he uh, is able to show his ability much more in this position and feels like he's playing really well because of that. Hmm. I've never been to Havana, but I heard the New York Yankees have a lot of fans down there. And I wonder how special it is for you as a Cuban to play in Yankee Stadium, different sport, but still be playing in Yankee Stadium. Sí, sí, es, es especial porque, ¿sabes? Siempre me ha gustado el béisbol y siempre he seguido y, y soy, puedo decir que me gustan mucho también los Yankees de Nueva York y creo que va a ser un momento especial para mí porque también está Shaman, uno de los, de los, de los béisbolistas que más, que más yo sigo y que y que me gusta ver jugar, así que creo que va a ser un, un momento especial ahí. Yeah, she said it's definitely going to be a special moment for him. Um, he, you know, he grew up loving baseball, and he still loves baseball, and he also loves the Yankees, and so uh, we'll def he, he, it'll definitely be a moment he cherishes. He also mentioned that um, Arado Chapman, the closer for the Yankees, is one of the baseball players he follows the closest, and He follows the Yankees the closest, so it'll definitely be a special moment for him, for sure. Yeah. What was the hardest part of coming from from Cuba first to Charleston and then and then to Utah? What was the what was the hardest part of that for you? Eh, la familia. Creo que cuando cuando llegué aquí a Estados Unidos tuve que pasar los ocho años sin sin poder ver a mi madre porque no podía regresar a Cuba y eso es lo más difícil que que pude vivirle en mi vida. Ha sido eso, estar ocho años sin poder ver a, a mi familia. Um, he said easily it's his family. He, um, when he first came to the United, when he first came to the States, he um, hadn't seen his, he hasn't, he hadn't been able to see his mother or his family for years. And that was the hardest thing he ever had to do um, just because he's not able to Uh, go back to Cuba, really, um, he isn't able to see his family very often. And so that's uh, been very hard on him. And so uh, definitely uh, the hardest part's been missing his family, not being with his family. Does your family get to uh, see games? To, are they able to follow the team? What, what is, how is Major League Soccer consumed and viewed in, in Cuba? Yeah, mi mamá puede, a veces lo puede ver por YouTube. Puede ver los juegos por YouTube, pero no todos los los ponen, so, solamente seguirlo por, por la aplicación o seguir las cosas que pone Real Sarley en, en, en Twitter, así. 
Yeah. So um, he said that his uh, mother's able to watch it uh, through YouTube a lot of time, but uh, isn't always able to watch it. And not everybody back there is able to watch uh, MLS games uh, through YouTube. So uh, a lot of times they'll use apps um, or to follow the team or what we post on Twitter or other social media sites. Yeah. Do you get to Zoom or call with your family or friends? Anything like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. So I know you're obviously understanding a lot of English, but only speaking a, a little bit. How how good is your how, how good is your English when you're listening? How good is your English when you when you speak it? Oh, it's different. I when I listen, I understand like ninety percent. But when I am speaking, it's different because too much for my. <laughs> <laughs> well, your English is better than my Spanish, so you got that. <laughs> Thank. You. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank Gracias. you, Michael. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.